About a year after the terrorist attacks of September the 11th, 2001, Bishop Kenneth Angel of the Diocese of Burlington, Vermont, and formerly of the Diocese of Providence, wrote the following lines in a magazine article. Bishop wrote, The Lord says we have to love him first and foremost, but we have to love our brothers and sisters as well, including the people who committed this terrible act. Acts of terrorism are evil, but we have to love those who committed this evil, and that is hard to do. I suppose I preached that my entire priesthood, and I've tried to live it, but when it comes to something like this, it is difficult. Yet we know that this is what the Lord wants of us. We have to forgive those that perpetrated this terrible violence against our country. We have to say, Lord, they know not what they do, and so we forgive them. Bishop Angel's brother, David, and his sister-in-law, Lynn, were among those killed in American Airlines Flight 11. It was one of the two planes that hit the World Trade Center, which means that he wrote the words I just read to you about a situation that had affected his life on the personal level. He was not just offering some pious advice for the rest of us to follow. That's what makes those words so powerful. Peter said to Jesus in this gospel text we just heard from Matthew 18, Lord, if my brother sins against me, how often must I forgive? As many as seven times? Peter thought he was being generous. Jesus said to him, I say to you not seven times, but 77 times, which in today's terminology means as often as necessary. Forgiveness, I think, is a much misunderstood concept. People have crazy ideas about forgiveness. Some think that it means we have to condone whatever evil was done to us. Others think it means we're supposed to pretend that nothing bad ever happened in the first place. Still others believe that if they forgive, they automatically have to dispense with justice. And so if we forgive a terrorist who's on the loose like Osama bin Laden was, was for so many years, we should stop trying to find him and let him go free. Finally, there are those who think that forgiveness is always a once-for-all decision. Those things are wrong, 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 and wrong. Although people in the last group have it half right. Forgiveness is a decision. You don't have to feel forgiving to forgive. Forgiveness is an act of the will, not an emotion. And in some cases, it has to be a daily decision, an hourly decision. Once is not enough. But why? Why exactly should we do it? Why should we make this difficult choice to forgive our brothers and sisters? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I'll give you 10 reasons today. These are my 10 reasons why we should forgive. You may be, may be able to think of others yourselves, but these are the ones that came to me in preparation for this homily. Reason number one to forgive. We should forgive because of how much we have been forgiven. Now, I think a lot of people have an unreal assessment of themselves. They think they're God's gift to the world because they're not as bad as the folks out there. You know them, those folks out there. Consequently, these people don't have a true sense of how much God has forgiven them in their lives. They take his mercy for granted. And that was the problem with this unforgiving servant in the parable, right? He had no sense of how much he had been forgiven. 
He was forgiven a debt that he could never, ever have paid. It was a huge amount, millions of dollars. He had no sense of how good his master had been to him, how, how gracious, how forgiving. So when he met a fellow servant who owed him just a few bucks, really, he couldn't show that man mercy or forgiveness at all. That's reason number one. We should forgive because of how much we've been forgiven. Number two, we should forgive because of how much the Lord will forgive us. Our God is ready, willing, and able to forgive any and every sin, including the ones we haven't committed yet. Reason number three, we should forgive because if we don't, we won't be forgiven ourselves, and we risk eternal damnation. That alone should be a reason to forgive, the, the only reason we need. Aside from being sorry for our sins, this seems to be the one condition Jesus puts on receiving his pardon. In today's first reading from Sirach, we were told that the Lord remembers the sins of the vengeful in detail. In detail. And Jesus said, if you do not forgive others, neither will your heavenly Father forgive you. Reason number four to forgive. We should forgive because Jesus did. He even went so far as to forgive his murderers while he was in the process of being murdered. As Christians, we always say we want to imitate Jesus, right? Well, here's a great opportunity to do that on a daily basis because we have to forgive on a daily basis, I'm sure, most all of us. Number five, reason number five, we should forgive because if we don't, the torturers will come. In this parable, it says that the unforgiving servant was turned over to the torturers. I heard one commentator once say that the modern-day torturers are things like anger, depression, resentment. I think there's a lot of truth in that. Unforgiveness ultimately makes us miserable. Reason number six to forgive. We should forgive because our loved ones will have to bear the consequences of us not forgiving. I think it should be obvious. If we're filled with anger and resentment and bitterness and the like, we're going to take it out on the people we love most, right? Our family, our friends, our close friends. Almost always happens that way. Reason number seven to forgive. We should forgive because it contributes to our own sanctification and can bring other people to conversion. When Charlie Osborne, the Catholic lay evangelist from Florida, made the decision to forgive the man who had molested his children, when he made that decision to forgive, and it was a tough decision for him, but when he did, that man had a conversion. The molester had a conversion, returned to the church and the practice of his faith before he died. And he died shortly after Charlie forgave him. Reason number eight to forgive. We should forgive because it frees us to move on with our life. Unforgiveness keeps us trapped in the past, keeps us focused on the evil that happened to us way back when, which can keep us from doing God's will in the present moment and moving forward in our life. Number nine, number nine reason to forgive. We should forgive because there can be negative physical consequences as well as negative spiritual and emotional consequences to unforgiveness. Sirach says here, could anyone nourish anger against another and expect healing from the Lord? I've known people who have been physically healed of various ailments, 
once they made the hard decision to forgive. Their unforgiveness was literally making them sick, physically. Finally, reason number 10, we should forgive others because it's very good practice for forgiving ourselves. Some of us in this church right now might have very great difficulty forgiving themselves for things they've done in the past, even after they've taken those matters to confession. Well, if we develop the habit of forgiving sinners out there who hurt us every day, maybe it will become a little easier for us to forgive the sinner that we see in the mirror every morning. There they are, my 10 good reasons to forgive. Of course, the real question is, are those reasons good enough for you? I pray this afternoon that they are, and that they'll motivate each and every one of us to respond to God's grace every day by forgiving others, even our worst enemies.